Welcome to Family Travel Radio, the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. Family Travel Radio is on the air, helping you discover the world of possibilities family travel has to offer. Hey there, my friend Aaron Schlein here, and welcome to episode number nine of Family Travel Radio. Have you ever been to a dude ranch? I have not, and that's why I am super excited about this episode of Family Travel Radio. We are going to be exploring the magic of the Dude Ranch experience with our families. We've got two fantastic segments for you in today's episode. First up, I'm going to be speaking with Leah Bright and Bryce Street, both of whom represent the Dude Ranchers Association, and they're going to be giving us just an overview of the Dude Ranch experience and give us a glimpse at some of the magical firsts that await kids and their parents on a dude ranch. From being a kid growing up on a dude ranch, you get to experience all the firsts of these kids seeing their first horse or getting to feed their horse a treat for the first time and, and get on these horses. Many of these kids always say, oh, I want to go back. They, they're always convincing mom and dad to go again next year. And then coming up a little bit later, we're going to be speaking with Russell True, who is the owner of White Stallion Ranch in Tucson, Arizona. Russell's going to take us through the history of the White Stallion. He's been living on that ranch since he was five years old, and he's got some unbelievable stories and incredible insight about the Dude Ranch experience, especially there at White Stallion. It's not just horses, beans, and bacon, and cowboy hats. There's a lot going on, and it's all real. Family Travel Radio is the official podcast of the Family Travel Association. All the notes and links for this episode are available at familytravel.org slash radio. We're talking dude ranches today on Family Travel Radio, and I am delighted to welcome to the program today Leah Bright and Bryce Street, both of whom represent the Dude Ranchers Association, where you can research your dude ranch vacation online at duderanch.org. Leah, Bryce, welcome. Welcome to both of you. Welcome to Family Travel Radio. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah, it's great to be here with you today. That's my pleasure. So let's let's go one at a time. We'll start with you, Leah. Before we get into to everything you guys have going on at the Dude Ranchers Association, I want to know a little about you personally, particularly about your travel. So Leah, take us back as far as you can and just tell me about how travel has impacted your life thus far. Sure, absolutely. Thanks, Aaron. Um, so I started my traveling at an early age in high school doing missionary work in foreign countries, you know, Central America, Honduras, Panama, that sort of thing. And that was just super enjoyable. So then once I graduated, um, I, you know, kind of continued my travels in Spain. I spent a year actually abroad teaching English on the coast of Spain and Andalusia. And let me tell you, that was just incredible. Um, and, and, and when I got back to the States, I decided, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to stop traveling. So I actually started working on a dude ranch. And, uh, and that's just a great way to explore a different type of the, you know, part of the country and explore a different lifestyle. And uh, so I traveled out here to Wyoming and uh, and the, 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 the cool thing about that is, is you get to spend the summer immersed in the ranch and then you get to travel around during the winters. Uh, so I did that for a couple of years and uh, then I came to work here in, in Cody, Wyoming and enjo- enjoyed myself immensely. Wonderful. Love to hear that. That, uh, that whole international slant to all your travels and then right back here to the States and on a dude ranch where you said you're, you're kind of traveling all the time. You're always experiencing something new. That's such a, such a cool, cool story. Bryce, let's toss it over to you. Tell me about your travels. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron. You know, I kind of have a little different travel background than Leah. I've, I've never gone international, but 
kind of was raised between Montana and Wyoming and was able to travel back and forth between there. And then I did travel a lot of the states due to being in a a youth agricultural program when I was in high school and into a few of my college years as well. So that took me kind of to the East Coast and um, down south a little bit, which was totally new for me and always brought me back, though, to a a dude ranch right here in Wyoming that um, I grew up on. And I was able to do a lot of traveling due to all the people I met there and all the networks um, I had and, you know, happy to be working for the association in, in Cody. And this is a this was a new travel for me as I'd never lived in this part of the state before. Well, it sounds like you've got a heck of a connection sitting right next to you there in Leah. It's going to compare notes and, uh, and get out there. And when you're ready to get off the dude ranch, I'm not trying to send you out anywhere, but when you're ready to go see the world, you know, it's out there and there's plenty of folks out there who can help you help you get on that journey. So ladies, let's talk dude ranches first. Let's start with just the the 30, the 50, maybe even the hundred thousand foot view uh, of dude ranches for those who just have no idea what a dude ranch is. Let's just let's start there. Yeah, so that's uh, sort of an easy and a complicated question all in one uh, because there's a a few different types of ranches. So if we start broad, Aaron, uh, we can take a look at it's a week-long immersive experience for families, solo travelers, multi-generational travelers, businesses. Uh, So there's all kind of niche markets for dude ranching. So we represent 103 of the top dude ranches west of the Mississippi River and up into Canada. Uh, So we really represent a broad spectrum of ranches. But kind of what you can expect is uh, the featured activity is horseback riding. And, you know, you start there and then there's other activities that are offered, you know, cattle drives, all sorts of fishing, hiking, outdoor recreation, um, you know, that sort of thing. Talk about cattle drives. These are are working like legitimate cattle drives. These aren't just, you know, union cows who just go back and forth. So we, we do have a category per se of ranches that are are truly working ranches um you know the cows are owned by the ranch or by the owners of the ranch and and that's part of their livelihood so yeah the the guests getting um the chance to work those cows and and really learn what the cowboys do out west is kind of all part of the experience uh there's some that that do cattle drives for two three days and the guests stay out on the trail and then there's some that just do some day work uh, so, so they do get to experience the true cowboy experience. Uh, it just depends on how severe they want to get into it. Well, let's highlight those, those two extremes. We'll start with, say, the more luxurious dude ranch experience, and then, then we'll go to the most, the most rugged, the, the most real deal dude ranch experience that you can offer. Let's start with luxury. Sure, absolutely. Um, so the, the luxury ranches tend to be our larger offerings uh, with capacities from, you know, 200 and up uh, to about, you know, 150, somewhere in that range. And these luxury resorts, you know, have the finest bedding, uh, cordon bleu chefs, you know, that, that are super top notch in every aspect. Uh, from the fine details of how the rooms are decorated with uh, luxury Western bedding uh, to, you know, in the dining room where you, you've got really, really nicely paired wines with highly selected dinners, farm to table dining, um, that sort of thing. The activities offered are on some of the finest equipment that you can have, you know, the, the best saddles, the best bridles for the horses and that sort of thing. 
Um, you know, so, so luxury just kind of identifies it as, you know, Hey, you know, you get, you get a lot for what you pay for in the, in the luxury style ranches. Okay. Let's travel to that other extreme. Let's talk roughing it on a dude ranch. Sure. So, you know, just because you're roughing it per se doesn't mean the quality is not there. The traditional dude ranches are sort of the family operations that are averaging, you know, 10 to 30 size wise, you know, in as far as capacity. So, you know, they, they can host a, a, a couple of a few different families at once. And then you really get to know, hey, you know, we're fifth generation owners here you know, your family's been coming for the last 30 years. So it's, it's sort of like the mom and pop feel of dude ranching where, you know, they, they, they run the same program that's worked for them and everybody loves that experience. How often do, do people walk around quoting city slickers? I got to know. <laughs> it happens, happens often, uh, you know, where we both have experience, you know, working on these dude ranches and, and being on the, on the opposite side of where we are now. Um, you know, it, it happens a lot. <laughs> Is there a, a curly, a Jack, a Jack Palance lookalike working on every ranch that can get our, get in our face and get saucy? Depends on the, depends <laughs> on your imagination. <laughs> oh, I've got a great imagination. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, so, so talking, specifically talking families and you highlighted the horseback riding, which seems to be kind of a, a common experience from regardless of which ranch you choose. Talk to me about... Uh, as a, as a concerned parent about riding experience and getting my kids on a horse. Tell me about that. So a big thing, you know, with, uh, kids getting on a horse is a lot of these ranches do have, uh, age restrictions and, you know, they vary anywhere from five years old to 10 years old. Uh, but that's due to safety reasons. Uh, the dude ranch foundation and the DRA, uh, paired up a couple years ago to start a horse safety program. And what that is, is uh, the ranchers have the opportunity to go through this certification course that uh, makes the ranch become DRA certified or foundation certified, if you will, uh, for horse safety. It means they've gone through the adapted first aid and what to do on the trail, and then they pass that on to their wranglers. So that that's something that has come immensely, and it's always uh, a very comforting for families, especially worried parents, to get their kids on a horse. Uh, another great thing about dude ranch is that a lot of people I don't think understand is that you you do not have to have super prior experience to go ride on these dude ranches. So if your kid has never been on a horse before, uh, that that's the glory of a dude ranch is these wranglers and, and staff are trained to teach these kids, parents, adults, whatever it might be, how to safely ride a horse and how to feel comfortable um, and really understand, you know, the the basics of what to do horsemanship wise. Tell me about the just the look on some of those kids' faces when they get on that horse for the first time, and then also just the 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 feelings that the parents are going to experience seeing their kids having these these big unplugged adventures on a dude ranch. Just talk about what. What you feel like in that in that dude ranch experience? You know, from from being a kid growing up on a dude ranch, um, you get to experience you know all all the firsts of these kids getting on their seeing their first horse or getting to feed their horse a treat for the first time and and get on these horses and you know usually the first day if they've never been on one they are uh, pretty scared the look on their face their eyes are pretty big when when you throw them up on that saddle but. Uh, 
two, three days later, you know, they're, they're the most confident little things that ever hit the earth on the back of a horse. Like they are, they're so excited and, you know, they live to ride and, and go to these places. And, and, you know, many of these kids always say, oh, I want to go back. You know, they, they're always convincing mom and dad to go again next year. That truly holds a magic uh, for parents, kids, like Leah was saying, the multi-generational families, uh, getting to see those kids really grow. Um, being away from electronics for a week or five days, whatever it might be, it is truly something that I think every parent needs to experience. <laughs> well, tell me about the, the the parent experience again. This would this wouldn't apply to myself and my family, but I know some friends of mine, and you know who you are out there. To where one <laughs> parent or the other just isn't into it, but they're willing to go. They're willing to go to the experience. What are some other things to do if you just have that one particular parent? Again, I'm not naming names who just isn't <laughs> into the horses, isn't into the cattle driving, but they just want to hang out and enjoy the ranch. So you know that's the glory of a dude ranch is that you know at dinner time at night time is usually. When the host comes around and says, hey, what does everyone want to do today? And, uh, you know, kind of mom and dad are like, yes, we get to kind of pick it out. So, you know, if you've got a seven-year-old and a five-year-old, you know, the five-year-old can participate in the kids program. The seven-year-old can ride with the other, other kids in his age group. Um, you know, mom, she can sign up for a spa day and dad, he can, you know, test his luck out on the, the river on fly fishing. Uh, you know, so those are sort of the stereotypical, you know, what everybody's supposed to do on a dude ranch. Uh, but you know, there's so many different paths that they can take, you know, everybody can sort of go out and go together on a walk ride on horseback. And so dad says, you know, Hey, that's enough. Well, maybe the kids and mom want to go off on a trot ride in the afternoon uh, or, you know, go up on a hike. I mean, so it doesn't matter, you know, if day to day that changes, you know, um, day to day within that week long vacation, people can do whatever they want. And that that's kind of the glory of, of not having to plan out every minute of the vacation. You can just say, oh, today I just want to relax at the cabin. Or, you know, let's max it out and go for an all day ride and, you know, have lunch out in the mountains. So if I were to spend a day at a dude ranch spa, are the real cowboys in the house? Are they just going to give me the hardest time? <laughs> well, let me be honest. Those those cowboys some days are wishing that they got the <laughs> going to a spa because there are some days that it's just you're sitting in the saddle all day on those all day rides and you might come back and be just as sore as the eight guests you took on that ride with you. I mean, been there, done that. You're, you, you sometimes get a little jealous of the guests getting to go to that spa day. <laughs> well, jealousy aside, that's so cool. And that's something that, that I, I had absolutely no idea that was even a possibility when you're talking, talking dude ranches. You, uh, we exchanged emails a little bit before this interview and I told you that I I'm going into this with very little background on dude ranches. So I'm, I'm very excited to, to ask these questions and just learn so much more about these opportunities out here in the West, Western United States, which is my part of the world. I live in California. So tell me about the, just the potential for different type to traveling to dude ranches at different times of year. Cause a lot of parents, myself included, were kind of unfortunately slaves to the school schedule. Tell me about different opportunities that exist in different type, uh, different times of the year. Sure. So, you know, if you're looking for that, you know, fall break, let's start where we are now. Uh, you know, we're coming into the season where the Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, Idaho, the Northwest is kind of shutting down, getting ready for winter to start. 
So then, you know, you're, you're kind of looking to go to California and Arizona where the temperatures are starting to cool down there. And, you know, the, the, the ideal time of year it, for the Southwest is now. And, you know, so if you're looking to book vacations now, I'd, I'd suggest going to Arizona and, and New Mexico and, and Southern California where these places are still open and, and raring to go. Um, so then if you're looking in the dead of winter, you know, still, again, Arizona is is prime time, a great place to go. Some ranches even offer winter escapes. So, Aaron, if you're if you're considering going on a winter sleigh ride where you can go up into, you know, through the snow and dashing through the snow and all of that. So those those experiences are still happening. Uh, same thing with the spring break. You know, there's plenty of places, depending on if you're ready for snow or ready to get somewhere warm year round. There's always um, it is always the best time to go to the dude ranch. And obviously summertime when everybody's out and traveling, it's a great time to experience those higher elevations at the mountains. Oh, you you kind of lost me with the dashing through the snow. You got my mind really working here. <laughs> Christmas time is coming. It got me thinking about, yeah, about sledding and sleigh riding again, all those things that I never would have associated with dude ranches, which is exactly why ladies, Leah and Bryce, we brought you on today to family travel radio to talk about these possibilities. There's so much out there for the family traveler and just the possibilities are endless. And we want to make sure that the parents out there understand just what kind of opportunities exist. And I really appreciate you guys coming on and sharing all these things, just blowing my mind with all this, this cool stuff going on at, in the dude ranches. So as far as booking, booking into dude ranches, what are some things I need to know? What are some pitfalls that you can help me avoid when it comes to booking my dude ranch vacation? You know, one, one common thing we've found that we hear from ranchers and that they've heard from their guests uh, as a booking downfall is, is one that People don't realize really because they've never heard of a dude ranch vacation. This is something totally new to them. So they don't think that availability is going to be an issue. Um, we've run into some ranches this summer that that literally are looking at a nine to 12 month um, needing to be out that far in order to book and, and get a time that you actually can make it, uh, whether it be summer, fall, uh, even winter down in Arizona or Southern California, you know, they're realizing that the time frames are not exactly what people expect. So that's one fall downfall we see and that we hear about. And then another one is, is some of these ranches, you know, you can do a seven day stay or you can, you know, knock it down a little bit and do a four day or five day stay. And, you know, people are realizing that, oh, we only want to go for a couple days because we don't know what this is going to be like. And by the time that that last day comes, you know, the kids are begging to stay another couple days. The parents want to stay another couple days. Um, so they're finding that they're not booking these vacations for long enough. And and so that's a couple things that we're we're kind of seeing come up that people, I think, would like to know, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, again, that's why that's why we're here today. So you can just share all those amazing things so people don't sell themselves short and and just stay for two or three days when you really need to be there for a week because you got to get at least the spa day and you know, you, you, you're not going to do that in three days. So let's talk about duderanch.org, Dude Ranchers Association. Like you said, you got 103 dude ranchers that you are, are in your universe. Is that right? Yes, in, in our association. That's, that's what we represent here. And so we act as a, as a resource for travelers to help them define 
what's most important for their trip, when are they planning on going. And, you know, like Bryce mentioned, when when all the ranches are booked up in a year in advance, well, where can I go? Well, at that point, you call the Dude Ranchers Association and we say, hmm, I've got a place for you. Give me a minute. Let me find something, you know, and 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 we'll get you on a dude ranch next week. And so we're kind of that uh, sort of liaison between, okay, so if I'm planning a dude ranch and I get on the internet and there's so many of these options to choose from, how do I pick the one that's right for my family? You know, or it, do I want to go to a ranch where everybody stays together, the whole family, and we all experience it together? Um, or do I need a ranch where there's more of a, a, a daycare situation where, you know, the kids can go off and experience what they're looking for and, and the parents can, you know, experience what they're looking for. Well, let's dive, let's dive deep into that just a little bit. Exactly sure. what you're talking about as far as the service that you provide. If I come in blind, I know I want to go to a dude ranch, but that's, that's really all I know. Walk me through exactly how you help me settle on the dude ranch that's right for me and for my family. Sure. So I ask you what time of year you're going, um, you know, we'll start there. And depending on what time of year, depending on what kind of experience you're looking for, sort of in the seasons, we start there. And, you know, that kind of sort of narrows it down. Uh, how long do you plan on staying? Some ranches require an entire week stay. So, you know, if you're looking for seven nights or if you say, hey, you know, I kind of want to get my feet wet. Some ranches offer a three-night stay, and uh, based on arrival days, that kind of narrows down the choice. Uh, what kind of you know experience are you looking for as far as activities? Are you looking to bring your family on a cattle drive, or maybe that's a little too much? You're thinking, uh, let's let's maybe do team pinning or some rodeo sports. Uh, you know, so so a lot of times families will have these idea activities in their head, whether that's the city slicker idea or the rodeo idea, or you know, just different types of things. So then we you know kind of funnel it down there, and then we give you a list of a manageable list to choose from. So say I say, hey, here's five ranches I think would be a great fit. Why don't you give them a call, talk to them, see if your personalities match up. Well, I love it. I love everything about it. Just just the the idea of taking my family to a dude ranch has really got me lit up. And I hope my friends out there on Family Travel Radio Land uh, are as excited about it as I am. And Leah and Bryce are, are waiting there for you at duderanch.org to yeah. help you plan your dude ranch vacation. They're going to be sitting there right by the keyboard, right on the ready to pick up that phone waiting for your call. Exactly. <laughs> we are ready. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies, thanks so much. I really appreciate you taking the time here on Family Travel Radio. This is one of the interviews I was looking the most forward to because, like I said, knew nothing about Dude Ranches going in. I feel like I've got a solid handle on what the possibilities are there for me and for my friends. And I really appreciate you taking the time, sharing your wisdom. Thanks so much. Yeah, Aaron, thanks for having us today. We appreciate it. And we, we look forward to, to hearing from a, a bunch of family travelers soon. Russell True is joining us now on Family Travel Radio. Russell is the owner of White Stallion Ranch in Tucson, Arizona, which you can find at whitestallion.com. Russell, welcome to Family Travel Radio. Oh, thanks for having me. The pleasure is all mine, my friend. Russell, you have lived a fascinating life. I'd love if you'd give us just a little bit of background on yourself and about the ranch. I, I came here to White Stallion when I was five. My parents were tired of snow and cold. They were upper Rocky Mountain people. And and so they wanted to live in Tucson. They, you know, and I got to grow up on a dude ranch. And 
unlike a lot of folks, my brother and I stayed and we're second generation. I'm raising the third and we've been dude ranching since 1965. What do you remember about being five years old, coming to that ranch for the first time? Well, I, you know, we were living in a, in the city of Denver and, and living the typical city life. And all of a sudden we're out here in this big open desert and looking at mountains and our nearest neighbor was miles away and we had horses and a swimming pool and people from all over the world and stuff going on here, there and everywhere. It was just a, it was a complete change. And I always felt very, very lucky. Well, I love that. And, uh, yeah, I, and I agree with you. I think you are a very lucky man. And to keep that, just to keep that tradition alive and keep white stallion flourishing all these, all these many years later is, uh, just truly, truly magical. It sounds like you had a calling, uh, this, you're doing absolutely the right thing that you're supposed to be doing with your life started with five years old. I love, love, love hearing stories like that. So let's go through the white stallion experience. Take us through that white stallion experience for families. Well, first of all, we we view ourselves and 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 very religiously almost uh, follow the what we believe is the core of Dude Ranch tradition, which follows the Dude Ranchers Association six H's: horses, hats, hospitality, heritage, heart, and honesty. And 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 we believe that's a core of any good Dude Ranch experience. So we everything we do is mindful of that. But we're a bigger ranch as dude ranches go. We're a little bit more broad spectrum in terms of activities and amenities. Arizona's always been a little more that way because it was focused a bit on weather and all this great Arizona warmth in the winter that we we have. So we have pools and hot tubs and tennis courts and lots of stuff outside. Our guests eat outside almost every single day, at least one, maybe two or three meals. Um, but to that, we have a spa, we have a movie theater, we have an extensive game room, we have a petting zoo. We've added uh, a lot of activities. Horseback riding is still the core of any dude ranch experience. So we do breakfast rides. And this afternoon, we have the beer and Cheetos ride. We do all day rides. We have team penning, most popular activity here where the guests get to work cattle. We also do team sorting, which is a little slower also with cattle. But to all those things, we've added rock climbing. We have one of the biggest private on-site rock climbing destinations in America. We have uh, shooting, which is uh, very, very popular and just been recently added. And uh, we're going to be adding e-bikes very shortly. So there's um, something for everybody, unless you're just out to to have a, a Vegas-like experience, that we can't reproduce. But um, the family can find something for everybody, whether it's riding or hiking or rock climbing or riding bikes or shooting guns. Um, and, of course, we have entertainment every night. All, 100% of our 44 rooms have been renovated within the last two years and extensively renovated. And so we think we're pretty three-and-a-half, four-star accommodations and facilities and still holding passionately to the dude ranch traditions. Before we move on, Russell, you said something. I want to make sure I heard you right. Did you say beer and Cheetos ride? (laughs) I did. I got to know about that. Tell me about the beer and Cheetos ride. So we had wine and cheese. We, we, and, and some folks more like me said, Hey, we need some beer and Cheetos. And so we have beer, Cheetos, other empty calorie snack foods. And we do a nice slow ride out to a, beautiful little picnic area and they get to have the snacks and the beer and ride home and 
it's a great afternoon. So empty calories and a very fulfilling experience. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's almost perfect. Salt, grease, and beer and beautiful views. Almost perfect indeed. You touched on the entertainment. T- tell me a little bit about that. I'm, I'm curious what kind of entertainment we can a family might expect when visiting White Stallion. So we have something every night, and it is extremely varied. So we're, we're going to have line dancing one night, country dancing. Last night was the cowboy singer around the bonfire. We have an astronomy uh, evening where, where we have an astronomer and a very, very nice telescope. And he comes out and, you know, attracts whatever's up that night. And, and of course, lots of information. Do a critter show once a week where there's uh, snakes, scorpions, tarantulas and man- little mammals. And he does a great fun and interesting and very educational it, it, you know, for families, they like that for their kids. And we have an Old West show where we have uh, an unbelievable rope trick, uh, gun spinning, whip cracking show. Um, so it, it, as you can see, it's, it's, it's varied. We do desert educational things with saguaros and, and uh, road runners and just the desert in general. This is the most biodiverse region in, on Earth, which is shocking to me and most people, the Sonoran Desert. So there's lots of nature to talk about and, and of course, some just straight up fun things. Well, there's so much to do and it's so so diverse and I mean, you've been immersed in this culture for almost your entire life. I'm curious, what part of the Dude Ranch experience resonates with you personally the most? Uh, well, for me personally, I, I think that it, it's the it's the diversity and the authenticity of it. I mean, there's just, it's not just horses, beans and bacon and, and cowboy hats. I mean, there's a lot going on and, and, but it's all real. There's, you know, virtually nothing contrived. This isn't, and this is no slam on Disney. It's not Disney. It's, it's just a very real, natural Western experience. Uh, I think one of the things that resonates for families most is the diversity, but also the independence that kids get. And, uh, you know, as a person who grew up here from five on and lived here ever since, raised two boys and, and now I'm doing it again. I have an eight month old daughter. So I have a 29, 27 and eight month old daughter. So we're, we're sort of a, a unique family that way. But they they all get the independence and, and the experience of of doing real things. I, I, it's, I think it's hard to beat. Well, spreading out the ages of your kids, Russell, you're ensuring that White Stallion's going to live live on for many, many, many more decades to come. Yeah. So we say we're the three and a half generation family. Three and a half generation. <laughs> I love that. So tell me. So I'm very always interested in new families that are sure. just come into this experience for the very, very first time. Because I'm sure there's families maybe like like your family who were very very exposed to the, the dude ranch culture early on. So take a, a family for example, I'm going to use mine as an example. I've never visited a dude ranch. I have a wife, I have two kids, five and three, and it's something we're considering. My wife is actually very interested in, in visiting a dude ranch with, with our family. So tell me about kind of the, the newbie experience. Well, I mean, personally for me, that's almost my favorite thing. And, and that, you know, we love seeing our old friends have been coming for 10, 20, 30, even over 50 years, literally, multi-generation families. So we love that. I mean, every dude ranch loves their repeat friends that come year after year. But I love seeing those first-time families. You know, 
you've got a three and a five-year-old at five, they can get out on a horse on their own and ride. And, and at three, we'll lead them around. But once they're five, they can get out and ride a horse on their own. And whether a kid ever really takes, out, takes on riding or not, to me, isn't important. What is important is that they have that, um, you know, you're putting a 50-pound kid on a 1,000-pound horse, and you're showing them how to control that horse. And the the sense of accomplishment that those kids have and the pride that those parents have, and then getting out and getting to run around and enjoy the ranch with other kids and not have their parents virtually holding them by a leash, um, I, I just, it, it's really eye-opening, I think, for many of our families. And, and they, they come in, I think, the newbies, they come in sort of almost skeptical. They don't know what they're in for. And is it going to be rough? Is it going to be rustic? Is the food going to be bad? Is the bed going to be lumpy? And they get out here and everything's pretty darn comfortable. And and yet their kids are doing things that they would never do at home and not on a different vacation. And and it's kind of hard to duplicate that first experience. Everybody's eyes are pretty wide and and um, they I think they 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 find it amazing. Well, sort of sticking on that same theme, I always like to pay special attention to the transformation that happens in any kind of travel, transformations that can't be manufactured, especially in a classroom, just those transformations that only occur with travel. So I'm curious, what kind of stories do you hear about the transformations kids experience when they, when they go back home, especially from their first dude ranch experience? How does it change their lives? Well, I don't always hear, you know, until the next year. I mean, we'll get a, we'll get beautiful thank you letters and emails and things like that. But it it with the little kids, it you know, I I think one of my favorite stories is uh, somebody told me they were living in Manhattan. They lived in Manhattan at the time, and they said their eight year old and ten year old children had never once in their entire lives been farther than twenty or thirty feet from their parents or their nanny or babysitter at any time ever, and, and for obvious reasons. And they said, I don't even know where our kids are right now. And and they said, this is just, in their words, transformational, uh, this independence, sense of accomplishment, fun, and, and everything is just very real. Um, so I, I think that's the common theme that we hear back in, in and the, the thing where, you know, the iconic destination is Disney. And so in no way is this a, a slam on them. I mean, we all aspire to be as popular as, as Disney. And I hear multiple times a year, um, you know, our kids would rather come back here than Disney. And and I I, I really get that. I, I think it's, it's, it's an experience that, um, and I think from a family perspective, they're going to remember the rest of their lives. And that, that's, that has some real value. Well, I agree. And that story you told about the family from Manhattan, that just really hits home the, the point that it's transformational for, for the parents as well. And, oh, yeah. and you've brought up Disney a couple of times. And I think there's an interesting kind of point in there that although I enjoy taking my kids to Disney and it's fun to watch their faces, I don't, I can't, I can't point to any particular sort of transformation that occurs in myself or in my wife. It's just fun for the kids. <laughs> but, the, but the, the experience you're describing, the White Stallion Dude Ranch experience, 
there's something in it for everybody in terms of, you know, evolving as, as humans or however you want to describe it. I, I just really love that whenever we can expose our kids to those just really unique experiences that they're never going to forget and everybody comes out a little bit changed and a little bit better off for it. So I really appreciate you shedding some light on this experience. And I encourage my friends out there, Family Travel Radio, uh, consider White Stallion, consider Dude Ranch for your next vacation. And you can learn more about White Stallion Ranch and Russell True at whitestallion.com. Com. Russell True, thanks so much for taking the time on Family Travel Radio. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Family Travel Radio. Once again, you can head over to familytravel.org slash radio, and there you're going to find the notes, the links, all the resources we mentioned in today's episode, and all the episodes of Family Travel Radio. Really appreciate you tuning in, my friend. This is Aaron Schlein, and I am signing off. Family Travel Radio.